KCSB FM Santa Barbara 91.9. This is Inside Isla Vista, the show that shares what's happening in and around Isla Vista and the UC Santa Barbara community. I'm Haley Stankiewicz, the External Vice President for Local Affairs, EVPLA, of Associated Students of UCSB. Last Friday, my office hosted a Halloween and policing community town hall. More than 100 governmental officials, students, community members, property owners, and UCSB administration and faculty gathered at this educational forum to discuss law enforcement agencies' plans to use surveillance cameras, as well as increased police presence over Halloween weekend 2022. You are about to hear a portion of the event here on Inside Isla Vista. If the topic of video surveillance during Halloween weekend in Isla Vista is of interest to you, I encourage you to listen to the full replay of this event, which is over one hour long. You will find it on KCSB's SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com slash KCSBFM. I also encourage you to make your voices heard by signing the petition my office started against surveillance in Isla Vista which can be found on our Instagram page at UCSB EVPLA. And without further ado, here is I would the like to welcome hall. everybody, both attendees and panelists, for being here today in this important community discussion on policing measures regarding Halloween weekend. The EVPLA office is honored to be able to provide this platform for UCSB students and Isla Vista residents to voice their concerns and ask questions today. This town hall is also being recorded and live streamed on the ASUCSB Facebook page, as well as scheduled to be broadcast on KCSB to air Wednesday, October 19th at 5 p.m. And then we would also like to introduce our facilitator today, Maricela Marquez, who is the Executive Director for Associated Students. Today we have a panel of leaders and we would like to invite each of you, please, to join the conversation one by one. You will each have one to two minutes each to introduce yourselves and then we will open up to questions and answers to respond to some questions and concerns from the audience on the topic at hand. I'll invite uh, Garrett to go first. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining the town hall. My name is Garrett Tesla. I am the new uh, station lieutenant for Isla Vista Foot Patrol. There's a couple different titles for me, I suppose, uh, bureau commander, station commander. Essentially, I am the chief of police of Isla Vista is one way to look at it. A little bit about me, I have 17 years with the Sheriff's Department. I've done a variety of assignments, including uh, uh, internal affairs. I was our dive team supervisor for a long time. I've worked every station, in, uh, including Isla Vista, as a sergeant. Uh, I worked every station except Santa Maria. Um, most of my time has been spent in Goleta. I was also an acting public information officer for some time and on a variety of different teams, uh, investigative experience, et cetera. And I am now new to Isla Vista, as I mentioned, transferred from the Valley Bureau, which is our Solvang, Lompoc, Buellton area, where I was the chief of police services for Solvang and Buellton for some time before I came uh, down here just about two weeks ago. So thanks for having me here. Thank you. And Jared, I'll invite you to go next. Good morning. I recently left Isla Vista Foot Patrol. I'm now the adjutant to the sheriff. So essentially, I am his chief of staff, but I will be working closely with Garrett as we move towards the Halloween event and I will be also uh, one of the managers or executives at the event throughout the weekend. Thank you and we'll I will invite Raquel to go next. Hi good morning I'm Raquel Zick I'm the public information officer for the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office which includes the area of Isla Vista. 
I'm here today to do a lot of listening and um, to hopefully be able to uh, use some of the feedback that we gain in this meeting to um, more effectively communicate um, what's going to be going on for the Isla Vista Halloween weekend. And Spencer, I invite you to introduce yourself. Thank you, Maricela. My name is Spencer Brandt, and I'm the president of the Isla Vista Community Services District Board. A little bit about us, we're a local government agency that was formed by a vote of Isla Vista residents in 2016. So we provide public services that enhance the quality of life for students and youth and families that live in Isla Vista. During this upcoming Halloween weekend, we're gonna be supporting a variety of community events, including events with games, a silent disco, a costume contest. That will have a $1,000 prize for best costume. So definitely check that out. I'll share some info later on about that. Um, additionally, we provide the Isla Vista CSD safety stations in partnership with UCPD. Those will be deployed at Little Acorn Park and Window to the Sea Park this coming Halloween weekend. The safety stations have water, phone charging stations, and community service officers who can give you a walk home. So a little bit about my perspective on Halloween. For a decade now, Isla Vista residents have heard our calls loud and clear to have a safe and local Halloween weekend. The statistics that we've seen from law enforcement have shown that uh, there's really not a whole lot of activity in 2019, 2018, 2017, and 2016. Law enforcement has reported that there's been no crowd of party goers in Isla Vista. We created local government because Isla Vista residents said, no more about us without us. When residents are hearing now about larger police presence and police surveillance cameras, they wanna have input. People are concerned about their privacy and they're concerned about keeping them and themselves and their friends out of the justice system. They want answers as to why this is happening now and for what purpose. So I'm really looking forward to this discussion today. I think it'll be robust and a great opportunity for residents and law enforcement to try to find some answers to those questions. Thank you. Thank you, Spencer. And I'll invite the AS executives and, and, the, and the president to begin uh, or introduce yourselves. Hello, everyone. My name is Grulene. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm the UCSB undergraduate president. Um, so thank you first to Haley for having me here today. Um, and I just wanted to say that I really want to utilize this space today to learn how students feel about policing in Isla Vista, and not just students, but also Isla Vista residents, both permanent and SBCC students and whatnot, um, so that I can better represent you all to the relevant administrators alongside Haley as the external vice president of local affairs. So feel free to reach out to me with any personal concerns you may have. My email is president at as.ucsb.edu. Thank you. And B, would you like to go next? Hi, everyone. My name is B. Schaefer. I serve as your internal vice president underneath Gerline um, and Associated Students, which is your student body government. Um, I also serve alongside Haley Stakewitz, the EVPLA. Um, so thank you, Haley, for coordinating this event. It's good to see some familiar faces as panelists. Um, I wanted to say that um, I'm here as a panelist, as someone who is an elected official, but also a black student in this community and a marginalized community member. I hope to uplift you all's interests and concerns to, to admin and work on creating a space for growth, um, advancement, openness, and transparency. So I will be supporting this effort in that way, as well as working with some of the faces that you see here today and making sure that you all have this continued form of communication um, and I'm happy that you all are here today. Thank you. 
And finally, back to Haley. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Haley Stankowitz. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And I am the external vice president for local affairs for the undergraduate student body at UCSB. And it is my pleasure to host this town hall and act also as a panelist um, for any questions that you may have. So while I will be reading the anonymous um, forum uh, questions, I will also be open to taking some as well. And I appreciate all of you guys coming here today to use this space as a platform to voice your concerns and any reservations you may have. I know everybody in the community welcomes all opinions and I am very grateful to have all you guys here today, attendees and panelists. Well, thank you for providing this space for, for all of us and for this dialogue. I do see on, on screen both Jesse and, and Justin, and I, did, I don't know if, um, if either of you would like to also introduce yourselves and or uh, share comments. Sure. Uh, Justin Schroeder here with the Sheriff's Department. I'm the Isla Vista Community Resource Deputy. I've been in Isla Vista um, the last six and a half years or so, and so I've been a part of a number of these conversations in town halls and just happy to be here to answer any questions. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, my name is Jesse Gonzalez. Uh, I serve as the vice chairman for the IBTU, which is the East of East Attendance Union, as well as I'm here helping Haley as her deputy chief of staff to navigate this presentation and webinar. Uh, but yeah, overall, just here, happy to help and support the cause. Thank you. So Haley, we have a couple of folks that would like to ask a question. Yael Beruhim. we invite you to go ahead and ask your question. Hi, everyone. Just want to thank everyone for being here. My name is Yael. I'm also an off-campus senator in AS, and I just wanted to come up here and make a public comment representing myself, but also as an elected representative re representing my constituency. A few people touched on this on the panel. Everybody leaves Ivy for Halloween. So it's kind of just off-putting when, when we, there are like all these regulations put on the students and then everyone like tries their best to work around them and work with the police department by simply leaving. And then all the students here in return is just more regulations. We're putting cameras that we're gonna like be very suspicious around. Um, we're gonna like increase the people, like the police presence. And yeah, it's just very off-putting when students do everything they can to accommodate the needs of like the Isla Vista Foot Patrol, Isla Vista Police Department, whatever. And then all that they hear back is just more regulations. If anyone has anything to touch on, on like maybe why the police response has been so increased, even though there's like less and less people every year, it feels like for Halloween. Thank you, Yael. Garrett, if you, if you would. Sure. And I appreciate the discussion and you're saying what I know a lot of people are thinking and that's why we're here. So uh, you're right, historic in, in, in a lot of the things you said are, are completely accurate that Halloween has over the last 15 years decreased in activity pretty steadily. And over the last two years, especially with the COVID restrictions, we've had no activity, right? In 2020, campus was completely closed and there was just nothing going on. In 21, we had some restrictions still in place. So there was a, a, a modicum of activity, but pretty much nothing. With the campus back in full swing this year, with Isla Vista residents uh, and occupancy back in full swing, we are seeing an uptick in activity that's more consistent with years of 2017, 18, and 19. So we, in our planning, have, have looked at that as our comparison to what we've done in the past versus 2020 and 2021, because you kind of have to take those out of 
the factor just given the fact that COVID threw so many things for a loop. And so when we look at activity on a week by week basis uh, leading up to Halloween this year, we're seeing a lot more activity in terms of citations, uh, medical emergencies, arrests, and, and public offenses that it's more than was in Halloween for the last couple of years, just now for a normal Friday or Saturday night. So we're anticipating that we're going to see a, a larger crowd and a bit of a resurgence back uh, to the Halloween of, again, 17, 18, 19, based on that, because we've learned over the years that the fall weekends are a good indicator of what kind of activity we are going to see towards Halloween. Now, there's other elements of that, too, where people come from out of town to join the Halloween festivities. That has also declined significantly over the last couple of years, um, but it is still a factor in our planning process. And so when we say that we're upstaffing Halloween, um, we are in comparison to a normal night in Isla Vista and in comparison to a quote unquote normal weekend in Isla Vista, your average Friday or Saturday night. We will have additional staffing for Halloween compared to that. However, if you look historically at our staffing over the last decade, we are significantly reducing the staffing year to year over what we've previously staffed with. And so if you go back to, again, 2019, we are cutting our staffing here in Isla Vista by about half uh, from what it was then. And so we are drawing down our resources. We are recognizing that we're getting great cooperation from our local residents and that there's a lot of organized activities with some of our friends over uh, in the CSD and recs uh, and, and parks and associated students. And they're all doing great things to provide alternative options for people who want to stay in Isla Vista, who don't want to leave. And then I'll touch on the cameras because I know that everyone is really wanting to discuss that. The cameras are not a new thing. And it's not new this year. And I know that one of the big misconceptions that's out there as I walk around and I talk to people is that we are suddenly implementing cameras. We've used cameras every year in Halloween going into the 1990s, with the exception of 2020 and 2021 because of the reasons I already shared. Cameras have been a vital part of our public safety plan for uh, decades. And uh, they're used for reasons that maybe people don't anticipate or they don't think about. And so I want to emphasize a few things on them. The cameras, first of all, are, are for us a way to supplement our patrols without adding more deputies to the street. So it's always a balance of where we can deploy our resources and where we can be supportive of the community without, um, you know, throwing too many deputies onto the street. And we've done that in the past. Uh, we've, we've had plenty of years where I've been out here and it's you know, there's more deputies on Del Playa than there are uh, party goers or residents even. Uh, the cameras help us gauge what is an appropriate amount of people to have on the street. And uh, frankly, if we have deputies on the street and we notice that there's just no activity, I'm going to be pulling people off the street based on some of that visual that we have. On top of that, uh, the cameras are really used to identify and look for violent crimes that are occurring. And we've had history where the crimes captured on our on the video cameras have been very, very violent, very uh, um, life-changing for the people involved. And we're not using the cameras to like <clears throat> zoom in on somebody's hands walking down DP and looking and seeing if they've got a, 
a beer in their hand or a red cup or those sorts of things. That is not at all what we're using the cameras for. Uh, and I think that, um, I know that that's probably a statement where a lot of people lack trust in what I'm saying there, but I think our restorative justice program that we've implemented should hopefully <clears throat> help people trust that statement because our restorative justice citations are not criminal. There's diversion first before entering the criminal justice system with an open container ticket or a minor in possession. And so we really aren't using the cameras uh, for those things. Uh, the cameras also help us respond to medical emergencies, which are an unfortunate aspect of any uh, weekend in Isla Vista, but particularly on Halloween. And the cameras give us an ability to see and direct search and rescue personnel and fire medics into an area much faster than uh, being able, be doing it from line of sight on the ground or also when a 911 call comes in and often people aren't familiar with the area and they ask, they say they're in the 6600 block and with the cameras, we can quickly direct those resources much more accurately. Uh, it's also, it gives us the ability to judge crowd dynamics. And if we have a, an agreeable, happy crowd, or if we have a crowd where confrontations are starting to occur, fights are breaking out, and we know that we can put some deputies into that area where there might be some frictions to disperse that and resolve it without it getting out of hand. And so it's really about resource management for us. Uh, it's not about any sort of gotcha kind of style of policing. And it's really about, from our perspective and my perspective, it's really about protecting uh, the citizens of Isla Vista, the residents of Isla Vista, the students of UCSB and SBCC and everybody else that lives out here uh, to make sure that they have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you, Garrett. Hello, uh, thank you all for your time today. Uh, my name is Yuan and uh, I'm here on behalf of the uh, Isla Vista Community Relations Committee. Um, our job is to bring together students and non-students in IV by, by uh, funding and uh, planning events. So we believe that today's town hall is uh, relevant to the work we're doing. Uh, so the consensus from the board is strongly against the uh, new security cameras. So we have three main concerns. The first is uh, privacy, of course. So the official line is that the cameras will only be used for serious crimes like robbery and assault, but it's easy to see how things might uh, go beyond that. Uh, the second is expansion. So the cameras will only be, seem to be only on, on Del Playa Drive for now. Um, I know uh, Lieutenant uh, Tesla mentioned that um, the cameras have been used all the way back until the 1990s. And I, uh, I am also curious about that, but the new ones, they, they seem to be only on D, beyond DP for now, but we are concerned that they might make their way to the rest of IV. I think someone mentioned on the board, it's sort of a slippery slope situation. The third is um, longevity. So the cameras are ostensibly for Halloween to make sure that things are on the up and up, uh, up and up. Um, but uh, we're also concerned that they'll uh, stick around for longer and might make their way elsewhere. Um, and uh, a question from the previous portion of public forum is that uh, the IVFP has used cameras since the 1990s. And I personally am curious about the sorts of cameras that you have used in the past and how the new ones might differ, or if they even differ at all. Myself as the internal chair of IVCRC, honestly, I don't have much of an opinion. I mean, I'm a guy, I'm Asian, I don't go out much. It doesn't really affect me too much. I, I don't have much of a personal stake in this, um, but I care that other people care. And I'm interested in all of your thoughts on this. And that is my portion. Thank you for the question uh, or and or comment. Would you like comment as a response from anyone in particular? Um, anyone from the Iowa Foot Patrol. Would you like to respond, Garen? I'll keep it tight, but I appreciate uh, bringing that up because I wanted to touch on that. Those are excellent points. The cameras are not permanent. 
they're not even owned by us. They're borrowed by an allied agency. There's a thing in law enforcement called mutual aid. We ask for loaner stuff and they give it to us and we give it out to other agencies when we have stuff. Um, it's solely going to be focused on Del Playa and only in areas where, uh, per law, you uh, are in public. So the streets, sidewalks, uh, the driveways coming onto the street, you know, but it's not going to be used to look into backyards. It's not going to be used to look into windows. We need warrants for those kinds of things and we would be in violation of the law if we used it for those things. Uh, there's no audio for it. We would need a audio. We would need a wiretap warrant to do audio. There, there's no audio, and so they will go up uh, on the morning of uh, Friday of the weekend before uh, Halloween, the 28th, and they will come down uh, on the Monday or, or two, sorry Sunday or Monday after the Halloween deployment period. They will only be recording and uh, watched from give or take sundown roughly to about two or three in the morning, depending on crowd size each night after in between those periods, they're turned off. And uh, the only people who will be watching it are myself, uh, Lieutenant Morris, uh, Commander Welch, and the command staff of the agency who is running the whole event. Your, uh, your deputy out on the street will not have access to the room where the video is being uh, viewed. Eric, are we, did you have a, a follow-up or are we good to move oh, yeah. on Thank another you. question? Okay, right, wonderful. And I will invite Jay Freeman to, to join us as a panelist to ask a question, Haley. Hello, my name is Jay Freeman. I'm an elected director of the Isla Vista Community Service District, but I'm not here in an official capacity. I'm here only representing myself. I came to UCSB in 1999 and was a student for almost a decade, first as an undergraduate in the College of Creative Studies and then as a PhD candidate in the College of Engineering. I have been paying attention to the increased police presence during Isla Vista during that time and even wrote an op-ed in, in 2004 called Halloween Could Be Fun If Isla Vista Were a Democracy for the Daily Nexus, which some might see as a foreshadowing for a decade later when I got involved in the early process for establishing the Isla Vista Community Services District. In my professional work, where I'm most um, known for developing Cedia, the alternative to the App Store for jailbroken phones, uh, I've dedicated myself to pushing back on both government and corporate control and surveillance. My latest projects have involved using end-to-end -end and layered encryption to provide and support privacy for users accessing the internet. I want to be clear that every single surveillance program has success stories. It isn't a secret. Increased surveillance is effective. If someone is watching everything that everyone does at all times, we know there will be numerous success stories of when that surveillance not only helped, but sounds essential. The Panopticon has great PR. However, surveillance does not come without costs. The problem in these discussions, though, is that these costs are often more difficult to describe and are much more amorphous. But the awkward feeling of being watched by someone sitting in a control room somewhere from their secret cameras is a cost and should not be so trivially discounted by the police. What is extremely frustrating, then, is how the sheriff believes we've always used cameras is a legitimate defense of the cameras. Garrett, if people who have been living here for decades didn't know you had cameras and are now upset at your, quote, not at all new cameras, what that tells me is that you never should have had the cameras in the first place. My plea, at least make the cameras marked and visible as they were throughout the Utopia 2014. I do believe they will attract ire. And I am one of the people who believe the cameras that year helped catalyze what I feel is best described as a police riot. But if the cameras are being used honestly, then making them extremely obvious would be a minimum level of respect. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Garrett, would you like to comment or respond? Just real quick, uh, I appreciate the comment. I think you're I think you're on point with a lot of your point with a lot of the things you brought up about there's a balance. And it's something we're continually looking at. And where does it does it serve our obligations to protect the citizens of Isla Vista, or is it over an encroachment? And as we talked about with staffing earlier, bringing down the amount of actual deputies on the street is one of our efforts to evaluate that on a year-to-year -year basis and reduce our encroachment into the lives of 
Isla Vista residents. Um, we're not making any efforts to keep these secret. I'm, we're doing a town hall like this, and we've had other meetings, and I've done other public interviews about this over the last couple of weeks. We have no, we're not trying to hide anything about this at all. And, uh, you know, I can't speak to messaging in years past, but I'm here now, and my goal is to make sure that we have an open dialogue about them for this and any other event. The cameras in 2014 had giant signs on them, which indicated that they were, you were being watched under random surveillance. They indicated a phone number you could call with information about the cameras, and that allowed people to really see that the cameras were there and were visible. And you could tell I'm now being watched in this area and potentially not in some other area, et cetera. Uh, and that's when I say the cameras being visible, this is something that just came out in a discussion of essentially budgets related to the um, related to your Halloween um, uh, work. And that then has turned into this big issue because people are upset about the cameras. And so that's when I say make them more visible. I mean, make the cameras on the street visible so that when people walk past, it feels like, oh, there's a cop watching. Thank you, Jay. If Raquel, you had an actual, uh, an additional answer to, to Jay? Kind of in support of what he's saying, I, I did the mad scramble to see if we had done any previous press releases. I'm not finding any, I'm not saying that we didn't, but I'm not able to find any where we were, where we um, kind of talked about the cameras and where they were gonna be. Um, so that is something that I'm working on for messaging for this year moving forward, because it is a, it, it's a good suggestion um, and kind of to talk about, and I, I'm not sure if there's going to be signage on the cameras this year, but yeah, that's, that's another place that I can provide some public information is through a press release or on our social media platforms. Thank you. Spencer, I'll, uh, I'll invite you to, to come at next. Thank you, Maricela. I just really wanted to speak to an issue that was brought up, which is uh, ensuring that we're supporting not just our uh, Santa Barbara City College and UCSB student community, but also our long-term residents. As a long-term resident myself, um, I, uh, I think that it's always really important to uplift uh, the variety of different types of people that live in Isla Vista. Uh, whether you are a renter, a homeowner, whether you're raising a family here. And um, I appreciate hearing the diversity of concerns uh, that people have shared today. Um, and really just wanna again, uh, like put in a plug for some of the alternative events that we are trying to do. It has been brought up earlier today uh, the idea that um, it would be great to be able to uh, invest these resources in things that are preventing safety issues from happening in the first place. And that's really a core part of our mission when we approach weekends like Halloween and Deltopia is to try to invest in alternative events to give people something fun and safe to do. And it's not just us, it's the Isla Vista Recreation and Park District. It's the UCSB Associated Students. It's nonprofits like the St. George Family Youth Center. We're all working together to make this a safe weekend. And we've had so much success over the last uh, eight years to be able to do that. And I'm so looking forward to that uh, being uh, happening again this year. This question is what about DACA students and undocumented students more broadly? And what if there is an ICE raid? What's to stop the federal government from using the surveillance to target those students? And then um, tangentially related, I have a lot of anonymous concerns about DEI trainings and implicit bias um, that kind of goes along with this as well, just to give context for our panelists for how concerned students are with that. Jared? Thank you. We actually, and I would, I would encourage uh, members that are participating in this to, to look up uh, upcoming Board of Supervisor hearings. We are gonna be addressing the Truth Act and how the Sheriff's Office uh, works and aligns themselves with uh, 
Homeland Security investigations such as ICE and how we very rarely are we even required to report some uh, or information about undocumented um, arrestees to Homeland Security investigations. Uh, more specifically to Halloween, we will not be sharing and or inviting Homeland Security into the command center. They will not be a part of this operation and they they will have zero access to these cameras. Gurley? I just wanted to highlight that I know that a lot of people that provided comments were concerned about privacy, but I also wanted to highlight that a lot of the concerns come from um, the fact that, as mentioned before, uh, minor minority groups are disproportionately affected by the implementation of cameras. Um, and while that's not to say that that's necessarily something that we will see in the Isla Vista community over Halloween, it is to say that this is something that is concerning for um, certain groups on and around campus. Um, the whole reason for the space is to ensure their safety. And I think that we've answered some really important questions today. And I think um, just continuing to work with them and work with um, the foot patrol to ensure that that safety can be given to students is really important as well. Thank you, Gerline. You've been listening to a portion of the Halloween and Policing Community Town Hall presented by my office, the EVPLA of Associated Students. I'm Haley Stankowitz, Executive Vice President of Local Affairs. And while I'm happy that students had an opportunity to engage in such a direct forum, I do, however, want to acknowledge my office's frustration at the lack of information communicated even after the town hall. For more information regarding Halloween and policing, my official statement or information regarding my office's Halloween Policing Know Your Rights workshop, which is coming up on Thursday, October 27th at 6.30 p.m. at Embarcadero Hall, please feel free to email me at evpla.as.ucsb.edu or again, go on our Instagram at ucsbevpla. This is Inside Isla Vista. Thank you for tuning in Wednesdays at 5 p.m. to find out what's happening in and around Isla Vista. I'm Haley Stankwitz, and our theme music is Siesta by Jawser. This is 91.9 FM PC.